Welcome to the Naperville Moms Network. My name is Dr. Kathy Subber, and I'm honored to serve as our show's host alongside of my friends, Erica, Sarita, and Patty. Last month, we talked social media and moms' nights out. This month, we start our show with a topic that is challenging for so many moms, body confidence. I know this topic is really near and dear to my heart personally. Um, I grew up as an athlete and every single time that my mom would take me to the doctor, they put me on the scale and they'd look at this chart and they'd take my weight, they'd take my height and they would all, the doctor would always just say, she weighs too much. She really needs to drop about 15 pounds. Um, about six months ago, I taped about a 15 minute segment on body confidence and weight and, and the way that women are perceived, how we perceive ourselves. I know that at that time I was put on a really restricted calorie diet. I was doing more exercise than even my gymnastics or swimming or diving. And the fact was I was an athlete. My body was really amazing. It was uh, full muscle. I had no fat on me, but because this chart ratio didn't work out on paper, I was told that I had to lose weight. And it really started really a 30-year yo-yo dieting of going up and down and up and down. And I've been times where I've been really, really, really thin and times where I've been extremely overweight and not healthy. And um, it's amazing to see how much that plays on your self-confidence and who you are as a woman, who you are as a mom, who you are trying to date someone, try, trying to figure out all those things, you know? Um, and I think it's really important that we continue to have these conversations to make sure that we're not defining who we are by just these numbers on a scale or, or you know, this BMI chart and things like that. Right. And that's so, like you mentioned society. I think that society makes us feel that way. Yeah. You know, when you look through magazines, and I really love all of the brands that have come out now that are having the real women campaigns like yeah. Dove, where you're seeing yeah. a body that looks like your body. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, so I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. Like it's, but it's, we have been doing this for years. I mean, I think that you're right. The yo-yoing, the up and down, looking at a number instead of how you feel on the inside. And I know that sounds so cliche, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I noticed as I've gotten older, when I take on a healthier lifestyle in those moments, it has very little to do with how people see me. It has to do with how I feel inside. I just want to yeah, feel sure. better. Yeah, and right. it's like, how do you transition, especially for young girls, how do you transition that earlier? Like, I wish I would have yeah. learned this lesson years ago. So how do you do that? How do you get your girls thinking and being confident inside so mm -hmm. they don't worry so much about what the world thinks of them outside? Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, uh, we talk about body confidence uh, more so with teenagers and younger generation, but I think it's so important for the moms to have the body confidence as well. And the more confident we are, I think then we're teaching on to our kids, you know, how they need to perceive themselves. Uh, and I think the bigger part for women is having kids, going through life, mm -hmm. uh, your metabolism slows down <laughs> over time. And with it, your skin changes, your body size, your body shape. Yep. And as we get older, we're emotionally and socially much more confident than we were as teenagers. But when it comes to potty confidence, I think as women, it's something we still learn to mm -hmm. embrace. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the bigger key is just accepting the changes in your body. You're not gonna look your 21-year-old self, <laughs> and, you know? And, 
And your body's telling a story. You've been through life. You've had kids, and mm -hmm. you know you've done a lot. So I think it's really important for us as moms to have that confidence in our body. And I think that in itself sets a good example for teenagers. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because you said 21-year-old self, and mm -hmm. it's funny because when I look at those pictures, I can put myself at that time and I didn't feel good. Right, you know? true. And yes. now, right. as an almost 40-year-old self, you think, I wish <laughs> yes. I not as good as I thought I looked <laughs> 20 years ago. Because there's never a perfection, no. right? I mean, even though now I look at that and think, wow, that was pretty darn close. I was working out all the time. You know, I was eating mm -hmm. healthy and, and look at that size. It was great. But you still, there was something mm -hmm. wrong. You know, there's mm -hmm. something wrong. There's always something to pick apart. And that is something I'm so, so conscious of when I get dressed when my daughter's there because mm -hmm. Lord knows <laughs> I'm not alone when I get dressed. So <laughs> I'm not, and it's so cute because at, yeah. you know, five and six, everything looks good. Mm -hmm. Mommy, why don't you wear this dress today on this random Tuesday? <laughs> it looks beautiful. And I'm like, you know, everything I try on looks beautiful. And look how pretty, it's all oh, about, right. you know, bright yeah. colors. Yeah. And I, I, I never, I always stop myself from saying, no, it doesn't look right over here. It's just too tight. And I don't, I, maybe not that one today. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, it, and then you wonder, why am I being so careful with my word choice? It's because I care so much about her. Where was right. that care for myself right. in not saying those harmful words? Yeah. That's you know? so true, the internal dialogue in your head. And kids, when they're little, you're right. Like, if we could just take how they see us, if we could see yeah. ourselves that way. Yes. Like, my youngest, when he was really little and he was laying next to me on the couch, and he laid on my arm and he goes, oh, your arm is great. It's like a jet bag of jello. And I go, <laughs> well, that's not like, I, and you love jello, and I right. guess that, that makes you very happy, but yeah. really because I felt like I was really working out with my arm and it was like jello. But then I thought, in his eyes, I am great the way that I am. Yeah. And so I need to take that as a great compliment and not automatically think, oh my gosh, clearly I need to start lifting weights more. I mean, because it's just, and I wish we would talk to ourselves a little bit more the way that we, we shelter our kids. We want to talk to our kids right. about it. Right. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, our self-esteem, self-confidence is so driven by our body confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. And that's where we give it so much more importance than it really needs to. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying, we live in such a digital driven world and it's hard not to look at pictures of models mm -hmm. or actors, but you got to yeah. remember, are you looking at the raw picture or all right. touched up? <laughs> right. Right. You know, it, right. And I think as a society, we just have really unrealistic expectations of what we need to look like. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I tell myself, you know, when I look at pictures of some actors who are about my age, it's like, gosh, I don't look anything like that. But then I have to step back and say, well, if you had all 24 seven, that's all you worked on was yeah. you, you had dietitians working with you, you were exercising, but the reality is you're living life, you know, mm -hmm. uh, other things mm -hmm. are a priority. So I think we just need to own however we look, and it tells a story. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. all our imperfections. 
There was a couple of years ago, I was trying to work on my health where I wasn't feeling very well. I was um, heavier than I am now, and I kind of had an epiphany of, I need to work on this now. Like, if not now, when, when am I going to do this? And one of the first things I actually started working on wasn't necessarily my weight, it was my, my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had woken up one day, and I realized from getting out of bed to 30 minutes later, getting out the door to go mm-hmm. to work, I'd said 25 relatively nasty things to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you're so fat. Oh, I'd look in the mirror and be like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and the things, I mean, I actually counted it one day, mm-hmm. and I thought, how awful. Like, I wouldn't say any of that to any of my good friends. I wouldn't say that to my enemies, right? I don't want my kids to say these things about themselves. So I started being really conscious of if I say a negative thing about myself, I stop myself, right? I almost put up this big mental stop sign. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten so much better in how I speak to myself and the kindness that I allow myself and understanding I've had two kids. I, you know, I I am a, I do have a strong body. I can go work out. I can lift weights. I can do all the things Mm -hmm. that I need to do. Um, doesn't mean I don't want to improve on it, but at the same time, you know, just because I'm not a size zero doesn't make me unworthy. Um, and I am reminded every once in a while that I still do say things. We were about yeah. to go out. My boyfriend and I were going to go out and meet some friends, and I said something terrible about myself. And he looked at me. He goes, "Please don't speak about the woman I love that way." And oh, I was like, wow. "Oh, you're so nice." You know, <laughs> That's right? You're so good. You're so nice. One of the best um, body confidence talks I got was from um, a tailor. I had to get a dress uh, altered. And I found this woman, I was living in the city, and she got these great reviews, but the reviews were saying how eccentric she was, and you know, it, it was just an interesting experience. I thought, all right, I'm up for it. Yeah. So I go, and I ring the doorbell, and she's got like nine cats, and I'm terribly allergic to cats, so right <laughs> off the bat, I'm like, this is not going well. But um, she was a very, very large woman. She um, had to have assistance uh, even standing, she didn't mm-hmm. wasn't able to stand while I was there. So at the time, this was years ago. So she was five times maybe mm-hmm. my size, very large. And I tried on this dress, and you know she was looking at things, and she said, "Stop." And I said, "What?" And she said, "You've apologized mm-hmm. about twelve times since you've been mm-hmm. here." And I said, "I didn't even realize I was. Right. I'm sorry. I need straps here. I'm sorry. You know this." And she said, "I tell you what." She said, "You and I put on that same dress." And we walk into the room, so people are looking at me because I'm more confident than you are. Oh, and you wow. need to figure that out, sister, because you're, you know, smaller than I am and 20 oh, years mm-hmm. younger. And I thought, all right. And I walked mm-hmm. out of there and I thought, my goodness, she's right. You know, you're always hunching. You're always mm-hmm. apologizing. You're always making all these um you know, comments about yourself. And it, it truly is. It's the confidence. It's that mm-hmm. movie we were talking about that's come that... Um, is out the feel I feel pretty or something with yeah. Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. So and, and you know it's true when we go shopping we look at clothes and you're trying to fit your body into the clothes as opposed to buying clothes that just embrace your body mm-hmm. and you look good and feel good in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I love what you said, Sarita, about our body tells a story mm-hmm. because you know, as you get older, that's so true. I mean, look at what your body's accomplished mm-hmm. through the years. And, and it is strong and it is beautiful and it does all of these things. And those are the those are the messages right. that we should like. I should start every day with thinking, you know, every wrinkle I have, <laughs> every gray hair that I have to color, like that is, um, which that's probably the opposite of body confidence. But you know, whatever that is, there's a story to that. You know, mm-hmm. I have lived a 
quite a while on this earth. I won't mm -hmm. say how long. <laughs> and it's, I wish, I, I need to do that more. Like, I'm glad you said that because I think that's really important that every line we have, every part of our body, is part of who we are and tells a great, great story of our lives. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But that doesn't, it doesn't take away from the desire to improve right. upon, mm -hmm. and we yeah. have to make sure, and I think about that with my daughter too, I mean, you want to instill that confidence. You also want to show that it is important and that you are a work in progress and that you can, there's no end goal, mm -hmm. there's no number mm -hmm. you're trying to reach, but. I think life in general is constantly trying to improve upon yourself mm -hmm. and physically too. You know, I, I did this, you know, exercise and let me see if I can push myself more the next time or, you know, yep. um, and it goes back to just reinforcing with, and I have a daughter and two sons reinforcing that the reason I'm doing those things is not because of, I'm worried about how I look to other people, right. but mm -hmm. because right. it makes me feel better mm -hmm. and to push myself and to achieve new things. Yeah. Is, is what I'm doing for myself and not others. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I actually just got to a point where I threw out my scale because because oh, I would get on it, right? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I lost yeah. two pounds. I've been working out. I've been eating really well. And then I would go to a place where I was not doing as well, and I'd get on the next day, and I lost another pound. I'm like, oh, I got away with that. All right, right? <laughs> and then I'd go back to a week, and I'd be eating, you know, really healthy food and working out every day, and I'd jump on that scale expecting it to go down again, and it went up four pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't, I don't deserve that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I realized right. that I was giving so much power to this dumb $25 plastic mm -hmm. thing on the floor, and it was thwarting my day, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like, I woke up feeling great. Like, I am on the right path. I am making my body healthy. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in, in a good place. And then I would look at the scale, and, the, and it would ruin my day. Yeah. So... We certainly can't tackle this issue in just one segment. I would encourage you all to be kind to yourself and to focus on everything your body can do, not just its flaws and imperfections. We'll be right back with more of the Naperville Moms Network. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Naperville Moms Network. Creating healthy habits for you and your family sometimes falls a bit too low on the to-do list. What are your favorite ways to stay healthy? All right, I'm gonna just go ahead and admit that I tried to not be healthy. Like I thought <laughs> there was a myth in the idea that if you eat better and you exercise, that maybe you really won't feel better. Like maybe this is just some <laughs> propaganda that people are creating. So I decided several weeks ago to have a healthier eating style and start working out more with the idea that I wouldn't feel any better than I do right now. And then I could right. say, hey, I tried it, didn't work. I'm going back to eating nachos. It worked, <laughs> magically, it really worked. Like when you eat better food, when you pay attention to what you're eating and when you're eating, mm -hmm. when you move more, you actually feel better. So it's not propaganda, it's not a myth. <laughs> that is really how you get healthier. And with my family, when I take on healthier lifestyles, they just automatically fall into it mm -hmm. because they don't even know. Like they don't even know that we're not eating as much gluten or dairy or they, they just are eating whatever I make for dinner and it just happens to be healthier. So I kind of sneak that in on them that they are, that you're actually eating healthier and being healthier and they don't even realize it. And I also talk to my children a lot about 
exercising. Like when I do exercise, like if something was really hard or I achieved something I thought that I couldn't, I bring them into that conversation so it's not just something I'm doing myself. I like mm -hmm. that we're all having the conversation mm -hmm. about just being healthier and feeling good about yourself. Yeah. What is that like to have children who eat whatever you make for dinner? Yeah. I know. It's, it's a big thing. I with a three-year-old and a six-year-old. I mean, oh, that, that's our struggle, you know, and I know right. um, I already even see my oldest getting out of that tunnel a little bit. My son is three, so I, th I feel like if I look back, it's around two and a half where they start to realize that a cookie does, in fact, taste better than zucchini. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're exerting that independence, and, and, you know, they'll make it out. But as long as, you know, you stay consistent, I think that's just what I try to do. I'm constantly offering those foods. Um, I do talk a lot to myself also so that they can hear my thought process. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make the comment to myself, and I know my daughter's listening. Oh, mm -hmm. yesterday I enjoyed that cake so much at so-and-so's birthday party. I, you know, I, I want to make myself a good salad today. You know, that was, <laughs> so, you know, just, but I'm, right. not, I'm not saying, oh, I had that bad cake. Yeah, I feel terrible right. about it. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I really enjoyed it yesterday on Sunday. Today's Monday. What mm -hmm. decision, you know, what good choices can I make today? And I think I see it. I see it already um, in her kind of saying the same thing, like, no, I don't need a cookie. We're going to, you know, so-and-so's party. And that's pretty awesome, I think, that for a six-year-old. Awesome. Right. My son could have an IV of sugar. Um, <laughs> he's a different story. He'll get there. He'll get right, there, right? right? As long mm -hmm. as you just keep doing the things and keep trying. And But it's it's the struggle's real. The, yeah. You know, McDonald's drive through is so convenient mm -hmm. on those difficult days for the kids. To I think, know. you know, eating healthy is... Mm -hmm a time commitment it yeah. takes much longer to make a healthier meal right. and also time wise and money wise you know mm -hmm. it's definitely something to take into consideration i think it's more of a lifestyle change as a family if you do it together it's just more mm -hmm. achievable um i feel sometimes we make too many drastic changes all at once mm -hmm. and you set yourself up to then fail yep. so i think the key is making small changes, mm -hmm. so then you all see the effect of it, and then you're motivated to add more changes, mm -hmm. yep. you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but I feel it, it's not just the eating, but everything that goes with it to have a healthy family. It's exercising together, maybe spending more time outdoors. Mm -hmm. I can also feel having quality time as a family out of technology kind of all goes hand in hand with healthy. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking about how our schedules are so busy. Mm -hmm. I think we need to free up our schedules. Then you have time mm -hmm. to eat dinner together yeah. and cook together. I think that's a key component, you know, mm -hmm. um, to that healthy living that you're eating together, cooking, and all your kids are sharing in what we're going to make and, you know, yeah. what's good for all of us. Mm -hmm. I have a tendency to eat out a little mm -hmm. too much. I am really busy. I'm running from meeting to meeting, and most of my lunches, I'm I'm somewhere out, and it's uh, tough to not make it like, oh, it's special. I'm out. I'm right. going to eat this, yeah, you know, right. awesome thing. I eat a lot of salads, and I do really well throughout most of the day, mm -hmm. and then it's sometimes that nighttime stuff that I get a little snacky, a little, and sometimes just, hey, I just got to go for a walk right after dinner, make sure mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm changing up the routine as opposed to the easy thing of sitting on the couch and right. pulling out a bag chips or, mm -hmm, or something right. like that. Um, and for me, for eating well, it's all about planning and organization. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When I'm yeah. eating well and eating more at home, I ha 
you have to go grocery shopping, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I have to cook these big things. I split it up all into little, you know, glass containers so it can grab and go because sometimes you don't have time no. that night to make a really good meal. Mm -hmm. But if you've already done that prep work on a Sunday, then you're like, oh, what am I going to eat? Oh, I'm going to take right. mashed cauliflower and there's some broccoli and some grilled chicken. And you can just put a meal together really quickly. Um, and I either get kind of in that habit where I'm doing really well with that habit mm -hmm. or I fall totally yeah, off right. where right. I realize I haven't eaten a meal at home in, you know, yeah. five days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's lots of extra salt and calories and sugar and things out that you can't control right. when you're not buying for yourself. Um, as far as activity goes, I went through a year, I hurt my back pretty badly, and I went for about a year that I didn't do weights, I didn't work out, and as I slowly got back into it, I had to make sure that I weaned myself back into it. Mm -hmm. Not that we all like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna go run mm -hmm. a marathon. You know, I really mm -hmm. needed to make sure that I wasn't overdoing it. Right. Um, and I love when the weather gets a little bit warmer here, yeah. you know, yeah. um, in summer, and the boys will want to go get ice cream. I'm like, right. we can go get ice cream if we walk to Dairy Queen. Mm -hmm. And it's a good hour and 15 minute long walk. We get wow. some time yeah. by ourselves, we're off our yeah. technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of a nice thing. Sometimes they're like, mom, can we just drive there? I'm like, no, we'll walk there. <laughs> we will earn, <laughs> we yeah, will, we'll earn that ice cream. Yeah. We awesome. do, I do that with my my middle son. It's, um, both of my sons are very athletic, and my middle son especially, and even when he had knee surgery he would still be in a weight room you know trying mm -hmm. to like he just that's something he has to do for his yeah. I think mental well-being mm -hmm. is something mm -hmm. and my husband always could connect with him on the sports level you know they would have big discussions about strategy and sports games and I was always like well, you know, I don't know this is great and I thought how can I connect with him and so years ago we started the two of us picked two 5k races to run every year and the process of choosing the race is just as exciting as going to it like we choose an art we have two really important criteria for which races we choose what is the t-shirt look like that we will get and is there a medal because we do like that moment of getting a medal over our necks at the end so if you don't give if you are a 5k that doesn't provide a medal we are probably not not choosing you and so those are our criteria note to the organizers, note to the yes. organizers out there um, that is what we're looking for but the greatest part of that is the planning of it but it's also when we run he of course is a lot faster than I am but if he can on every single one that we've done when he's finished if he can if it's one of those courses that he can come back out onto the course mm -hmm. he will always run and find me where I am mm -hmm. and he will run That's like nice. the last half mile with me or the last mile with me and he'll tell me things like this is the hardest part right here once you get past that corner then it's Aww, really easy yeah. and I think here's this kid who could be doing a whole lot of other things but yeah. he knows that this is important mm -hmm. and he knows that and we we're spending that time together and doing something and it is one of the best things that we have done. I mean, there is a great picture on my Facebook page of us last year at the Ditka 5K with mustaches, Mike Ditka's <laughs> mustaches on. And it's like that is a moment that I'm so glad that we do. And it's healthy and it's, right. it's mm -hmm. teaching him. I hope he does this with his kids when mm -hmm. he gets mm -hmm. older. And how easy would it be for you to say, I can't do that. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. I'm of this age. Yep. I'm not, you know, it's so right. easy. I'll come not support you. Right. But instead you do it. And right. you, you know, and you do it to the best of your ability and look at these memories that, right. you know, you could have missed out on if you just didn't 
Right. Do it. Right. <laughs> I think the accomplishment of doing mm -hmm. things like that as well. Um, I used to be a swimmer, so they have the sprint triathlons in Naperville, mm -hmm. and it's there's no hills, you know. There's yeah. and it's a you know 30 laps in a pool, and then it's a 14.7 mile bike ride, and then a 5k. And I am not a runner. Yeah. Like my run looks like a weird backward shuffle. <laughs> like so, I can actually speed walk much faster than yeah. I can run oh, for my right. body style, oh. and and so I just take the competition out of it, right? I want to do the best right. for me. Um, so I've probably done five of them and I have five those five medals. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, awesome. What I love also is the encouragement that everyone gives when you do those types of events, right? right? People are cheering almost just as loud for the last person as they are for the first oh, person. Yeah, sure. And that sense of community and that healthy community is, is really a great, great Absolutely. place. Huh. You know, the other thing I was gonna say, you know, we were talking about younger kids and mm -hmm. picky eaters. How do you get them healthy? My kids are a little older, but they're still picky eaters. Um, but, you know, one of the things I tell my kids is turn to the ingredients in a box. Mm -hmm. And if you see yeah. tons of ingredients, you don't even recognize what they are. Yeah. That tells you right. it's not healthy. If you yep. see more than five to ten ingredients. So now the kids are so funny. They look at the cereals they eat and everything they eat. And mm -hmm. they're like, wow, what are all these things <laughs> that I don't yep. uh, recognize? So what I found with my kids is if you don't have as many junk food options in the house, mm -hmm. it yep. forces you then right. to be healthy. Yeah. Yep. So we just went through our whole pantry and just purged anything yeah. that just wasn't really so that you couldn't pronounce actually. <laughs> right, right. 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 Yeah, sure. yes. My six-year-old, the same thing. Because mm -hmm. when we go to, like, let's say we go on vacation and they want cereal, they'll have Fruit Loops, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they're those bright, vivid yes. colors. Yes. Well, I don't buy that at home. And so right. then right. they say, I said, well, here's this version of Fruit Loops, mm -hmm. and they yeah. say, but they're not as bright. And I said, so what do you think, Natalie, makes that brightness? Mm -hmm. right. So let's look. You know, let's look at the, the box, and right. it's the see how it says yellow and red. And mm -hmm. I said, you know how we use the dye for the Easter eggs, so that's yeah. what's going in oh, you, you know, exactly. and I, I mean, just to, to reason with them yeah. and mm -hmm. say, you know, it's, you don't want that, you know, that's why these colors are so bright, you yeah. know, they shouldn't be um, in the foods that we eat, and so they go, okay, or they'll ask for something, and I'll try to find the other version of mm -hmm. it, and it's just taste good or I'll take it out of the box or <laughs> right. well, and they're participating in it and so right. then they're, right. they feel like they're making mm -hmm. a choice for themselves just exactly. like your kids yeah. and I think you mentioned earlier about having kids actually participate in the dinner making mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. huge with mm -hmm. my youngest like that is a big part mm -hmm. of again a time when we can bond but also a time where he can learn what really mm -hmm. goes into food and right. how yeah. can I make this version a little bit healthier and the things that I love, if I can't pronounce the mm -hmm. first five ingredients, I probably shouldn't be eating it. Yeah. And I, that is that participation part of kids being involved, even mm -hmm. at six, mm -hmm. being able to tell them. I love that analogy of the, the things that we dye Easter eggs with. That's how, mm -hmm. because it's a, that's her, she mm -hmm. gets that. Right. There's right. so many great teachable moments, right? Whether yeah. it's exercise or whether it's food or cooking mm -hmm. that we can pass mm -hmm. down to the kids and, and help them make those healthier choices mm -hmm. for themselves. Which yeah. is great. We make time for the things that are important to us. It's always good to get a little reminder that health should be closer to the top of that list. Thank you again for tuning in to the Naperville Moms Network. And remember, you are always invited. Thank you.